0: You're listening to a podcast from Oasis Church Waterloo. To find out more, visit oasiswaterloo.org. Hi, my name's Jill Rowe and I'm the Ethos and Formation Director for Oasis. and I'm a volunteer on the leadership team of Oasis Church Waterloo. It's great to be with you again today over 25 years ago my mum died of cancer when she was ill quite a few people spoke to me telling me that they were praying for her to be healed i knew that they meant well i really did and i knew that the prayer thing they were talking about was some kind of transaction that they were in with god some kind of act of persuasion some kind of deal to be struck it was like writing a wrong in some way i'll never forget the moment though when a person in the church I was a part of then spoke to me and said, the reason, Jill, your mum's dying is because of unforgiving sin in her life. And it was right then that this prayer thing shifted for me. Up to that point, I too had understood prayer to be about a bit of listening to God and also asking God for stuff. But when that person said that stuff to me, I felt this kind of anger and disbelief rise up inside of me and a dissatisfaction with the idea that our interactions with God through prayer were a, a kind of, I don't know, a bargaining chip. I also knew that I personally was struggling to pray for my mum to be healed. It just didn't make sense to me when I knew that literally around the world, thousands of people were battling to stay alive. So why would God heal my mum because of my prayers and not heal anyone else's loved ones because they didn't pray? It was beyond belief for me. Of course I didn't want to lose her. The very thought of her not being here to see my life develop stung like hell. But I also knew that God wasn't angry with her or me or the rest of us come to that. Instead, I understood that life is hard and painful and sometimes bad. And there's also joy and delight. There's life and goodness and struggle. And there's an invitation in the midst of all of that to join in with the renewal of all things that people experience life before death. Richard Rohr explains this. Prayer is not about changing God's mind about us or anything else, but allowing God to change our mind about the reality right in front of us, which we're avoiding or distorting. So I guess prayer has come to mean something much bigger, more expansive than the butler-god dynamic I'd previously understood. Perhaps prayer is more about an alignment than anything else. Let me explain. A few years ago, whilst having a massage, the masseuse asked me if I ever get an aching leg after I've been jogging. And I was like, what kind of strangeness is this? But she went on to say that she could see that one of my feet turned out a little more than the other, which would mean that when I jog, I'm having to compensate for that difference and it results in an ache, at times even a limp. For me, prayer is sometimes like running with an ache or a limp. Some would call it a prayer of lament, It's living with the reality of what is around us. The things we see and hear the, that are broken and wrong and hurt. In the words of the psalmist, we cry out to God, how long, Lord, how long must I see all this? I can't handle it anymore, so I need to hand it over to you. It's that kind of prayer. And as my mum was dying or when I see injustice or when I see hate or revenge or division or exclusion or any of the things I know aren't as they should be, this prayer of lament kicks in. How long, God? How long? And it's in the saying of those words that something shifts. The prayer of lament recenters us and invites us to something. It shows us the dissonance between how things are and how we want them to be. It's alignment to a different way. And alongside this idea of lament, I think there's something else too. I wonder how this past week's been for you or how you're doing at the moment. How are you doing in this pandemic? What are the things most playing on your mind? I wonder how many of us over the last months have prayed some kind of prayer because of everything we're going through. Before we go further, I wondered if you would just take a moment with me. I'm gonna use some words from Psalm 46 to help us. So, breathe, breathe deeply. You may like to close your eyes. If you can, sit up straight with your feet firmly on the floor. Hear these words, be still, be still and know. Be still and know that I am God. Be still. Be still and know. Be still and know that I am God. Did you notice anything shift even in that 30 seconds? Did you feel different? Did you sense like a peace or a different set of thoughts enter your head? There's something in there. The other week just before lockdown 2.0 I drove to the coast and stood looking out to the sea in the pouring rain and the strong wind and I watched the waves crash in front of me. And that same thing happened to me then. It's this realisation that there is something more than just me. Prayer does that. That there is something bigger, something joyous, something amazing, breathtaking, holding all of this together. Something that keeps inviting us to join in with the work of the world. Something that calls us to join in with God. Perhaps you've heard the phrase, go and put your thinking caps on. Historically, it was a phrase that was associated with this notion of contemplative prayer, the kind of prayer that's about reflection and realization. The invitation to the faithful to go and put a different way of thinking on, that is to adopt the lens of the life, the message and example of Christ as their guide to see differently. And then, of course, there's that family prayer of ours, the Lord's Prayer, the Our Father, a revolutionary prayer of alignment to a different way, a prayer of possibility. Remember the context into which that prayer was given. It was one of oppression and exclusion and forced adoption of religion, the deification of leaders, the state being hailed as God in so many ways. Jesus explains to his followers, when you pray, say, our father who art in heaven, holy is your name. God, tangible, relatable, in all, above all, through all. Not the gods of the Romans who you are forced to bow down to. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Not a kingdom where there is no hope and no peace, not a kingdom of injustice or racism or exclusion or inequality. Instead, God's kingdom characterised by love and joy and peace and inclusion and grace and hope and embrace and human flourishing at every level of life for every single person. Give us this day our daily bread. God, help us to live with enough, not too much, not too little, to be people who share and give and welcome and extend the table to those who do not have. Save us, God, from greed and selfishness and help us see the joy in the ordinary, the everyday, to look up and to look out and be thankful, full of gratitude so that hope takes root in us. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. God, help us to see the planks in our own eyes and not just the specks of dust in others. Help us to be people who let go of the grudges and the desire for revenge and to win at any cost and instead to work to take revenge and violence out of circulation. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God, show us the things that will pull us off course and away from this path of flourishing and wholeness for ourselves and others. Help us to spot the trip hazards, whatever they are, money, sex, power, whatever they are. For yours, God, is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. And this bit, it was added it's not in the Gospels. It's not in there, it's not in there. The early church added it because this was a prayer of allegiance to a different way. It was a statement and a commitment of alignment to a different way of being. The very saying of this last part of the prayer was enough to get you executed by the Roman state. So can you see, prayer in all its forms is about alignment. It calls us deeper and further into God, into the way of love. Prayer at its most simple for me is intentionally putting on a different thinking cap. It's going to the inner room of who I am and aligning myself in and to God. Prayer is how we remember what we stand for and are part of. Prayer is how we experience heaven and earth meeting in the ordinary every day. So be still, be still and know, be still and know that I am God.